Pyros and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Come on, vengeance. Let's get into some trouble. Music. Okay, so that's my turn. Which one of you dumb sister fucking tiki torch carrying sloth from the Goonies looking pieces of shit wants to go next? For those of you waiting for the connecting flight to South Park, Colorado, my colleagues and I have just been informed that due to the severity of the COVID variant in that town, there may be a delay of another 40 to 50 years. Oh, and now I remember what you were... T- you were talking about the Ant-Man Quantumania thing? Yeah, because we... That was the last oh, time okay. before now we I re- did that. You're right, you're right. So, uh, two bro geeks, I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Wow, there was a big pause there. I didn't... Hopefully everything there- keeps up. Anyhow, um... Uh, yeah, Ant-Man Quantumania. The, the, the fact that I didn't remember that it happened... Let you know what I thought of it, really. Yeah, it's dog shit, <laughs> is what it is. Um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't even see the last Ant Man. Like, I'm excited about the idea of Kang, but that's about all of that trailer that I enjoyed. Yeah, it's pretty much like that's kind of like the weird thing of, especially with this round of Marvel films, is everything feels. Like, much like Thor, Love and Thunder, since everything is super CGI, like, everything mm-hmm. feels super CGI. And plus, the trailer itself just seemed like everyone's being stupid, because uh, Cassie, like, Ant-Man's daughter, is like, oh, we made, mm-hmm. a, we made a signal to take down to the microverse or whatever. And like, and that's immediately like, a, oh shit, don't do it. It's just, it feels teenyverse. <laughs> yeah, and the fa- it's kind of weird that Ka- this there's a variation of Kang that is in the miniverse. It just lives in the quantum realm. Yeah, it's just weird. I'm like, that's a weird place to start this off, but all right, because he talks about he's made a deal with a different Ant Man, and wants to offer the same deal and this whole movie feels like it's basically building Kang but also trying to make everyone oh. assume Ant-Man is a viable hero. I kind of think it makes sense actually that Kang is in kind of the quantum realm because don't forget uh, when we met Kang in um, Loki, Loki yeah. he kind of existed outside of lots of space and time and the idea presented in Endgame was that the quantum realm kind of is no time at all and you can kind of go to any time from the quantum realm so if Kang really wants to control all time I think it actually makes a little sense that he exists in the quantum realm uh, at least to start with um 
But other than that, you're right. Everything about it is like just more of that Ant-Man stuff that I'm not a big fan of with uh, the... And poor Bill Murray. <laughs> I don't know. There's been some weird shit coming out about Bill Murray lately and the way he interacts with people seems to be questionable these days. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, which is too bad, because I've always loved Bill Murray, but uh, maybe he's gotten old enough that he doesn't give a shit what happens to him, which is probably not a great attitude, but whatever. Yeah. And I just remembered again today, I keep remembering this, because I keep forgetting, I've lost all track of release dates, that Black Panther, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is this coming weekend? Yeah, I thought it was last weekend. Or this weekend right now. I'm working the entirety, like, from Tuesday to Saturday. So, I unless I get next Sunday off, um, uh, maybe I could go after work on Saturday. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, if you don't work too late, you could go to an after work. Yeah, but if, it's frustrating because, as I've said before uh, on here, is... Every time I go to this one, the one theater that plays the Marvel films, it's always a bad experience with the Marvel films, mostly because of the people that also yeah. go. That yeah, that's always super lame. Too, yeah. So, so we'll see. I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard to say. Like I'm not like hyped for Black Panther, but the last trailer we got made me more interested in it than the first trailer we got, if you know what I mean. So I yeah. hope it turns out that I end up really loving it. Uh, I will say yeah. just the fact that uh, at work we just got in, like, the entire pop line. So... Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, like, Ironheart, Atuma, uh, another member of Atuma's crew, uh, which are all, mm -hmm. like, sea dwellers, like Atlantis people, like, mm -hmm. with Namor... Uh, which is weird because I feel like Marvel has now reached a point that I, at least what I've been seeing is since their merch comes out way before the movie that they just don't give a shit in terms of spoilers mm -hmm. and crap like that. Apparently not, but the same thing happened. I, I think it's a Funko Pop thing because don't forget the same thing happened uh, whatever year it was that Shazam came out, because the fact that the rest of the Shazam family was in the movie wasn't yeah. in any of the trailers, and then they released Funko Pop figures for all of the Shazam characters. Well, I feel so. like it's, a, it's most merchandise. I don't think Funko is... Uh, Funko has lately been a proponent of, like, doing that stuff sooner, but I remember Lego... Mm -hmm. uh, Lego oh, yeah. did a whole bunch of it with like Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> they did. You're right. <sighs> yep. Lame. So lame. It's totally lame. Um, yeah. So, uh, I finished watching Big Mouth, the, the season of Big Mouth yeah! yesterday. <laughs> Uh, I liked this season. I, Big, uh, Big Mouth is such a good show. It I is. just like it so much. Just We are just realizing 
like season by season that we are Andrew. <laughs> I know. And this season, oh, with Andrew and his dad. I, Maury, I know he's supposed to be like you don't like Maury. Uh, not Maury. Um, that's his dad's name, right? Maury? Yeah, it's Maury. Maury, yeah. yeah. Maury is <laughs> hes supposed to be like a huge dick. But because he's voiced by Richard Kind, it's kind of impossible not to think he is, like, the greatest and so fucking funny. Like his, your penis or your door! It's like, oh. Uh, the door? I think I choose the door. Alright! <laughs> oh. He does it again to uh, Nick's dad. He's like, alright, <laughs> penis or the door? And they're having the make-out house, and um, I like Nick's dad, like, becoming hard daddy, and, like, reverting <laughs> reverting to being a nipple-twisting Scott Scotsman. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, oh. I love the episode of just Jake trying to, like, tell someone he's in a same-sex relationship to someone in his family. Oh, yeah. hunt down, like, all... <laughs> like if all his like the, the illegitimate children, <laughs> all his dad's like bastard children, and he's like, I got a Bilzerian family reunion going because I know how to get them all here. If there's some things that a Bilzerian cannot resist, it's steak on a grill and a naked woman <laughs> taking a shower that they can peep on. <laughs> oh and it's man, just that poor woman. She must get a prostate. Coach Steve. <laughs> it's just Coach Steve. <laughs> but I also really liked in the Freaky Friday episode, speaking of Coach Steve, like, he took a big, like, sweet... I mean, he's always been, like, he's like a nice character. He's so stupid, but he's such a nice character. But I like when he's trying to convince Jay to go back to his own body. He's just like, I miss my best friend Jay! Like, where's that guy that does the magic? And, like, st I'm like, oh, Coach Steve, you're so nice. Uh, I I also I still think for me some of the funniest shit is Lola and her uh, pube guardians <laughs> and they're like she, she's like she has shave down there oh, like, don't so do it lonely. otherwise you have to get attacked by a leaf and like one of them's just so hell bent on the fact that leaves are gonna pierce her vagina yeah but then it comes in, but then it happens <laughs> a leaf comes and she's yeah. like oh no my pubes were <laughs> right there was a leaf oh my god nick tell me i'm not i can do better <laughs> and of course i love um oh shit the i can't remember that oh yeah name rick now. rick yeah, yeah. I was never in my I wasn't dad's even body. In was your body. Oh, bad news, Nick, but this tree is just a green is just a tree that's also racist. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> it's just what the fuck but then of course I also loved um, the whole thing where Missy's new boyfriend is like super Christian and she's like a, a compulsive master or she's like a like a super master like I go 
I gotta right. go! Brrr, she does her little uh, go masturbate run. But then her boyfriend yeah. turns out to be asexual, which I think is interesting because now in the next season, they can have the dynamic of like Missy's super horny and he's not horny at all and see how that works out. So, so what I need to tell you, well, I feel like it's important that you tell uh, me as well as well-acclaimed actor Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion here. <laughs> Nathan Fillion just loves his own ass. Like, she was feeling it up. He's like, you were feeling my ass? Oh, I, I totally understand. <laughs> I give it a rub. That's what everyone does. Uh, <laughs> and I love that it I is Nathan only... Fillion yeah. just being himself. Yeah. I, I I think the only thing I wasn't super into, just because of, I think I was more focused on everything else, especially Andrew and his horrible masturbating moments, and with Bernie, mm-hmm. uh, is Montel, or Mar- Ma- Monty, whatever, the, yeah. the baby, the hormone. Ah, Monty, yeah. you don't I'm love like, him. Ah, I'm not feeling this. Yes. <laughs> I love that uh, the uh, he comes out and the uh he gets breastfed with mountain dew one breast is code red and the other one's classic yeah and he refuses to touch the classic he only wants code red oh man <laughs> uh just overall just oh, oh man it was just so funny Oh god! Oh god! Maury, is this actually gonna? Am I about to fuck my? Oh, just stay here for the ride with your mom. Oh, he's getting a camera out to film Andrew in his dad's body. Having so, I love when Andrew's love bug shows up and he brings out Andrew's file and he's like, "Oh, we haven't even gotten to the incest yet." This giant box that just, just says incest. Huge box that just says incest. <laughs> oh, and uh, poor and Andrew both, got broken up with. Poor and poor Andrew. It's like, yeah, he's a, him is beautiful ass. Like he was gonna woo you. Actually, I kind of was. Oh no, you know how this is gonna turn out. Ah, I love it. <laughs> it was so funny. He's there crying, and she's like. Oh, Andrew, like, you know you know what's going to happen. You're going to take pity on me and the fact that my mom left and you're going to refuse his beautiful ass and stay with me? Oh, no, no. That's not how this is going to go. I didn't think so. He <laughs> gets his... He goes through Nick's uh, parents' closet and finds the PP cra- uh, keeper. <laughs> he has to ask Nick's mom to unlock it because it's Bluetooth enabled. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, get out of my house! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew, yeah, were you spying on us? No, I was just listening. Get out of here, you little pervert. I got it from here. And then it's just Andrew sitting on the other side of the wall while his parents fuck so hard the books fall down. Just oh, listening shit. to his dad make all those weird noises. It's such a friggin' <laughs> filthy show, but also just so funny and stuff. Oh man, I just love it. 
the the rice purity test episode where it's just they do yeah, bunch I of took clips that. and it's just a clips of Andrew coming. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay is <laughs> the other thing I loved in that episode is Jay is like I got a I got a four or whatever it was like stupid low and they're like no that's that's impossible like bestiality is on there he's like yeah but I've had sex with turkeys <laughs> multiple multiple so and he's like we could get another one off the list. We can masturbate. We could jerk. Nick, you've always been like a brother to me. Do you want to jerk each other <laughs> off on top of the water tower? And then, while doing horse tranquilizers. While doing horse tranquilizers. <laughs> and then it gets to, they can't do it. And he's like, all right, well, let's, let's do this. If in 20 years, uh, neither one of us has... Jerked off a jerked off a relative while doing horse tranquilizers in public. We'll meet right back here, Jay. If I still know you in twenty years, something has gone very wrong. And then, like, the, like the mid twenty years, twenty later. years later, ah, oh, Nick, you made it. Ah, oh, just shut up and give me the horse tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, it's so like good. Nick's Nick's grandfather who just like pees in beer cans that he finishes off. Oh yeah, hey, come over here. I got one for you. Oh, it's steaming. Oh <laughs> so man, cool. so gross. So he gross. threw it's a can so... of pee at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm. I'm both extremely happy the show comes back every time, but also extremely sad because it's one of the few shows that I just ran like ran through it in like two days. It's super easy to just blow through ten episodes in no time at all, and then you're like, "Oh no, now I don't have any more Big Mouth to watch." Uh, Hopefully, uh, uh, did you get a chance to? Oh, uh, I was just gonna say. Hopefully, there's another season of uh, Human Resources coming to hold us over, because I also really liked Human Resources, obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, considering now they do like the beginning of the season it was like, oh my god, Maury, you're pregnant? Yeah, like it happened on the other show. Boy, yeah. So well, and the other together? guys, oh, they better be. Well, in the other, uh, the two hormone monsters. From human resources, they came. Oh, they, those fuckers! And they're just like, "Can you believe it? We're on Big Mouth. This is the really filthy show. I can't believe we made it here." <laughs> they're trying to like get the the Joe, Jeremiah or whatever the Christian kid like all horny, and it just ends up the two hormone monsters making out with each other. <laughs> Oh, I've wanted to do this for so long. Oh, I can't. They also had one of my favorite bits from Human Resources, though, when the power goes <laughs> out and they take it upon themselves the to eat everything in the fridge. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, though. They're just eating everything in the fridge, and everybody else is trying to do like this really difficult, dangerous stuff, and they're just trying. Their arc is trying to not throw up and to just finish all the food. Oh. Yeah, before it spoils. Yep. <laughs> like they're trying to eat the ham. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So great. Uh, uh, t- well, we might as well keep so, the 
funny train rolling with Weird Al. Oh, yes! Weird! Yes! Weird the Al Yankovic Oh story. my god. I didn't... Okay, I'll, I'm gonna jump right to the end. I did not expect the end where Weird Al gets assassinated at the Grammys. And that... It was... It made, like, extra funny by the fact that he introduces the movie where he's like, Hey, it's me, Al. Thanks for joining me to watch this very extremely true movie about the really true story of my life. <laughs> and then it just so ends with him dying. dying. Like, yeah, while well, he's pissing himself on stage. In, like, 1985 or something like that is, like, years and years ago. It's What's really funny about this movie is it's very much like UHF, where it's just... <laughs> The it's such abstract humor because then you because like like that with the ending being the way it is it's just this big buff commando guy just sitting in the front row mm-hmm. or like in the front row with a giant assault rifle like no one's hiding it and that's like nope. always my favorite kind of thing it's just he's right there he like gets up to do, like shoot him oh it's absolutely oh my gosh, the whole sequence. So well, and it's all, it's totally ridiculous. The whole sequence where he goes to rescue Madonna from Pablo Escobar and it turns into like an action movie for like five minutes. Oh, man. Um, re- I still think, I think my favorite is um, how they treat polka music uh, at the beginning. Like, he, 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 he gets arrested out. at a polka. <laughs> Yeah, because he has an accordion, and that's like the equivalent of drugs in that movie. And he shows up, and the, his parents open the door in the middle of the night, and the cops are just like, Ma'am, we caught your son at a polka party. <gasps> oh, no. And he hides his accordion in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, everybody was really good. Like, Daniel Radcliffe, really good. Rain Wilson as Dr. Demento, <laughs> really good. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. Every, all the, yeah. Oh my god, so funny. Uh, I love all the cameos. Like, during mm-hmm. Demento's pool party with, like, Emo Phillips as Dolly. Yes, uh, and um, uh, Conan O'Brien as uh, Andy Warhol. Uh, there was other yeah. ones in that. What's his name as, uh, God, what's his name that, uh, that's the basis for, that played the bass? Oh, Dave Desmal- Dave Desmalchin. And, uh, Jack, yeah. well, it was cameos, but by famous people playing other <laughs> famous people. Like how, uh, Jack Black was, you know, uh, uh, Howlin'. Something. Howlin' Mad Wolf, Wolf Jack. Jack, something like that, and yeah. it's just they're all famous people playing other famous people, which is really fucking funny. Um, oh god! And uh, but yeah, it had a whole bunch of just those like ridiculous stuff where like he email or he email he mails his tape of my Bologna to the radio station, walks in the door, and goes, "Well, I mailed my tape. Now it's time to sit around and wait to be famous." And the all the guys in the band are like, that's not how you get famous. And he turns on the radio and not, he just mailed it. Not only has it made it to the radio <laughs> station, but it's already the most requested song of the 
entire week. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's all, and they're just like running around the apartment smashing shit. <laughs> so fucking good. Look, the... I, I love where he has his first live performance at the biker at the biker club, and he like like the he like goes and does it a cappella of I Love Rocky Road, and the, the rest of his friends come out and start playing musical instruments. Like, oh, I didn't know you could play musical instruments. Oh, we didn't seem relative till just now. Yes, yeah. and Pat Oswalt <laughs> is there just like crying in the audience because he thinks it's so <laughs> wonderful. Oh, Give me man. a beer and two scoops of rum raisin. We don't sell ice cream here. You better, you better. or you're going to have a riot on your hands. <laughs> Not you better. Not even just you better. You better start selling ice cream by the end of this song. <laughs> which made it even... <laughs> which made it even better. Um, uh, there's just so much good stuff. It is exact. Plus, uh, Weird Al playing... Him, not himself, but Weird Al playing the record executive. Uh, his wife gets in there at the end for the Grammy performance. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the bear movie. Weird Al, Daniel Radcliffe, Weird Al gets mad because Michael Jackson's parodying Eat It with Beat It. <laughs> <laughs> he is a totally original song that I made up. My Eat It is a totally original song that I wrote myself and now Michael Jackson's it. <laughs> Speaking of the real weird Al playing the record executive, when his the 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 brother character is sitting there insulting Will Forte. Will Forte, yes, is sitting. He's sitting there insulting Daniel. You're a loser. You're talentless. You're awful. You're the most horrible. And the real weird Al is just it's the most met. Okay, I, I, you, okay, that's a little bit. You can stop. Stop now. <laughs> He like ends it with like you're also ugly. <laughs> it is exactly what I want, and it's it, beyond being just um, just hilariously funny. It is actually just a fantastic parody of biopic movies, right? Like it hits all. Oh, yeah. the, it hits the like showing that they get fake, you know, because in a biopic, they usually skip over all the hard work on the road to being famous, and just suddenly they're a famous person. And in this, Weird Al literally is famous the same day he mails his tape to the radio <laughs> station. And he goes through his whole, like, drinking phase in his bad girlfriend phase. <laughs> and I even love they get to the part... <clears throat> And he's apologizing to his bandmates, and they're just like, oh, come on, man, like, alcoholism and being a dick to your friend is, like, totally just part of the musical process. What super famous artist doesn't have any sort of substance abuse and problematic, which is Weird Al, like, he's, like, one of the only musicians that's never been, like, hugely, like, into partying and drugs, and dr he's, like, clean and sober and, like, always has been, and, like, apparently everybody loves him except Cooley which is also really funny because there's the part with Coolio just sitting there in the audience glaring <laughs> as, he, as he sings I, Amish Paradise. It's the Amish Paradise. He's done with it. He walks off stage and he takes off the fake piece of skin where his mustache is hidden underneath. Oh, so funny. It's... It, I love... I love... 
like I love Evan Rachel Wood just rolling with the punches in this movie she's too. Like she's so, so good as Madonna. Fucking good. I just love her. I'm so sad, mostly that I'm not gonna be able to see her in any more Westworld. But like in this movie, she's just so good as Madonna, and as like this version. No. <laughs> You can't go out there drunk. Oh, what, you're going to stop me from drinking and driving and doing drugs? No! You forgot your keys! <laughs> and she's, a, she's like the worst possible... She's like the manipulate. All She's literally just with Al so she can get the Weird Al bump because he's so famous that he makes other artists more famous by parodying their songs. <laughs> And then after Pablo Escobar is dead, she just becomes part the leader of the she drug cartel who can't shoot her shit. Oh, and, well, and then at the end, she's got the eye patch and the scar, and she's wearing, like, the military <laughs> uniform. And she goes to visit Al's grave. And that's another thing. She just, because he, he pops out like Carrie out of the grave at the end of Carrie. It's such a good oh movie. Oh, my God. Like, it's so good. It really is. <clears throat> I kind of wish it got like I, I i don't think movie theaters got it it was just no. roku yeah and i'm so sad because like i know weird al just kind of wanted to make this just because he wanted to uh mm-hmm. and didn't really care too much but man like it's it's just so hard because daniel radcliffe is just so fucking good this cast is just insane and, well, Daniel like, Radcliffe really is, to me, the definition. Actually, I think pretty much all... Daniel Radcliffe and all of his Harry Potter co-stars and then um, uh, Robert Pattinson are kind of the definition of, like, the most successful actor because they were in such huge franchises that none of them have to work again but they continue to work yeah. just doing the weirdest, most artistic projects they possibly can. I mean, until Robert Pattinson became Batman, he hadn't done any more big studio, like, franchise films. He was just doing shit like the, like the Lighthouse, you know, that was good, but that was just like, I can do this weird little art picture horror film. And Daniel Radcliffe is like, he's Weird Al. He was in Swiss Army Man. Like, he's like, no, I'm done doing, like, I I just want to do weird, fun shit. And be really goddamn good at it. If you really want to see... Oh, oh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, weird. I, if you get a chance, I recommend Guns Akimbo. I haven't seen that yet either. He's just an internet troll that's being hunted down by Samara Weaving, but he has guns just screwed to his hands. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like there's like he's a whole just... bit where he's trying to take a piss while these guns are attached to him. He really has, like, a dream career. He has enough, like, money that he can go, okay, uh, all I want to do is strange shit that I find interesting and amusing. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know, I really liked it. I liked in the end credits song, 
how like it kept going on and on and on and on and he another fight ending <laughs> and, and then at one point he even says right in the lyrics this song is technically oscar nomination worthy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so i had such a good yeah, time watching um, it i hope there yeah i really hope there is a physical release of this movie um, yeah, <clears throat> I I'm assuming it probably will because he they've stated Yankovic has stated that like the soundtrack will be available for purchase. It's already next out year. Oh, you mean physically? Well, yeah, it's it only on be. Spotify. Oh, yeah. okay, <clears throat> right. So you yeah. can do it, and and uh, and even Weird Al has been going around being like, basically telling people to pirate this movie. <laughs> And it's free. It's hilarious. Like the app is free. Yeah. You don't have to pay for it. You just download it. You have to watch a few commercials. It does have commercial breaks, but they're not long commercial breaks, you know. And um, I didn't find like them particularly. Minutes. Yeah, I didn't find them particularly annoying. So like, it's totally worth it to just download the Roku app and watch Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Ah. Uh. Good times. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What else you been doing? Um, um, well, earlier today I finished the Netflix series uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, I watched all of that too. Yeah. Yeah. What did you um, think? Some of them are really good. Uh-huh. Um... Some of them, I went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of some of them. Speaking of Harry Potter stars, uh, the one that had Rupert Grint yeah. in it, I didn't like. And it, it wasn't Rupert Grint's fault. He's really good in it. Um, but I didn't like it. Like, it wasn't that. It was bizarre. I know it was based on an H.P. Lovecraft story, so it's supposed to be bizarre. But, like, I didn't love it. Um, I have to bring up the list of them because yes. I have to remember which ones I because the because the later half of the season I wasn't a huge like the last one the murmur or the, murmur, the murmuring I liked that one I I wasn't a huge fan of it because I understood what they were trying to do um, with the whole uh, with it being like a woman mourning about her lost kid and just happened to be in a haunted house that kind of did the same thing mm -hmm. which i was like okay that's fine but i i also couldn't get be beyond the fact that the husband is rick from uh walking dead so oh, i didn't notice because uh, i didn't watch walking dead yeah well it's i was so like i was all about like all i could think about was the memes of him saying carl <laughs> like, which is a whole thing for that. I liked the murmuring. Uh, uh, I liked Lot 36, which was the one that had, um... Uh, um what's his name? Oh, shit. Um, I love him so I much. Know, I know! I'm completely the... fucking blanking on his name. Holy shit. Uh, oh, Tim, Bla Tim Blake I... Nelson. Yes, thank you, Tim Blake. And he was so fucking good as that, like, nasty white supremacist, like, angry. Oh, yes. He's so good in it. And, like, at the, he's so good in it that the, at the end when he fucking bites it and he's Tim Blake Nelson, you're like, yeah, like, I like Tim Blake Nelson, but that character's a dickhead. I'm glad he's biting it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I 
for some weird reason, I really like the Panos Cosmatos one, the viewing. I think it was just so fucking Which one weird. was that? That was the oh, that uh, one. one with uh, with uh, Eric Andre yes, and the one with, Steve Agee. And Steve, yeah, that one was okay. I didn't hate that one. Um, the the Like I said, the one with Rupert Grint I didn't like. What was the other one? Um, tell them all to me. I can't remember. I, um, I, so the first episode was Lot 36, which I really liked. Yep. Um, second episode was Graveyard Rats. That one was okay. It wasn't bad. Uh, yeah. That was fine. Uh, the third one was Autopsy. Oh, I liked the Autopsy. Like, yeah, that that one, was fun. That one was yeah. really weird and awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Outside with Kate Micucci. I liked that one, too. That one was so, so weird. And I, I texted you while I was watching that one. I always forget. Yes. She has huge eyes like her eyes are so big like i always forget yeah. and then i see her and i'm like oh yeah her eyes are cute the only thing distracting about that one for me is i'm so used to her as uh being velma in scooby-doo now because she's kind of taken over as the velma voice that like all i could think through the entire thing was why is velma like being like that why is she chopping up her why is she attacking her <laughs> husband Wow, she got hot at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I liked that one. It was good. Uh, yeah, and then the, I the one that really made me kind of indecisive was Pikmin's model. Um, that was the one with what's his name from oh, there was like uh, well that was the one that had um, the Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah. No, I liked that. It was a little bit uh a little bit slow, but I liked it. You know? Um, yeah. I was more into the fact that the monster was like 90% uh, practical. Yeah. I saw a video today, actually, of the puppet of that thing. I saw like a... Oh, that's so cool. I want yeah. it. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, I like that one. The only two I really didn't love... I really did not love that one with Rupert Grint. I think that was the weakest one. Yeah, Dreams and in like, the Witch House I, was that one. Yeah, and I really... Uh, I was not as high on the viewing as you were. Like, I think the viewing was, like, eh. <clears throat> well, for the viewing for me was... It's extremely into my aesthetic because... Panos Cosmato also did Mandy. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Which, and it's very much, it has a lot of like, uh, uh, a lot of similarities of style and just bizarre. I didn't like the way it ended where the where Peter Weller is just now eaten by this alien thing because it never really went anywhere. No. I was more about the aesthetic than the actual story. I was mm -hmm. just like, this is yeah. bizarre and I don't get it. It looked good. It was well made. I just didn't like it all that much. I thought it was just kind of yeah, you know. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, with everyone's that. yeah. <clears throat> and actually, there was nothing wrong with um, the way any of them were made. They were all shot beautifully. Like it's a great looking show. Oh yeah, you know. I appreciate that Guillermo del Toro basically was like, "Here are eight shorts by different directors." Mm -hmm. Watch him. Yeah. And I hope there's more of it. I hope he gets to do it again. Although Guillermo del Toro... Uh, he, 
he wasn't like necessarily writing or anything like that. It was so I think there's more of a chance of getting more of that than there are of getting most of the projects he works on himself because he has so many projects he works on. He'll say he's working on something and then just time will pass and you'll because you know, he just does so much. As as we're speaking, they just had or are having right now the L.A. premiere of his Pinocchio. Oh yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, I, I'll. I mean, I'll watch it. Sure. I like it. Why not? I I mean, I I'm a big fan of uh, of his all his stuff for the most part. So mm -hmm. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, sure. Um, which remind. Yeah, which reminds me because I also watched the new, um, uh, a for Halloween because we're, we we didn't do a Halloween week. Oh right, no, we um, didn't. Yeah, so on Halloween I watched the new stop motion uh, Wendell and Wild. I don't know that one. It was a it's a it, it got no publicity like at all. It's. From the huh. same guy who did Coraline, I believe. Okay. And it's a stop motion move. It's stop motion movie where Key, where Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key voice demons that try to get loose out of hell hmm. to build a theme park. Huh? Is um, it any good? It's. I liked it. It's cute. Nothing like. Nothing that really stuck in my head as something that would like make me remember it i'm not a fine. huge fan of okay i'm not a huge fan of key and peel like them to get actually i'm just not even a huge fan of keegan michael key honestly like i've seen him in other stuff and every time i see him i'm like man that guy kind of annoys me <laughs> so eh. i mean unlike unlike peel like he does more voice stuff uh, yeah, and more comedy-oriented stuff. Like yes. he's the voice of Toad in the new Super Mario movie. Oh, is he really? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Whew. I had no idea. Oh boy. Yes. Yeah, he's. Huh. Uh, that's kind of his thing. Is he does like he does that same kind of like high pitch voice mm -hmm. in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I I liked. Parts of the sh when when Key and Peele were a thing, mm -hmm. I liked bits, but there was definitely stuff where it's like they both grew up and they both went into completely different directions of right. like, career wise. Right. It just so happened that I think Jordan is just getting the better end of the deal. <laughs> yeah, I think he took a a what I would consider a better path artistically and. Uh, yeah. career wise I just like the stuff he is doing better and I think it's probably turning out better for him in the long run but I don't I, I don't have any way of knowing that for sure you know just a hunch yeah which reminds which reminds me I still need to go and buy nope oh yeah I, ha I still haven't seen that but I was in the store today and I saw the 4k of it and I almost bought it sight unseen I mean I like it a lot uh, it's different. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it's just another one of those films where I think people assumed one thing 
out of Jordan and he kind of goes in a different direction and people weren't ready for it. Sure, I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. He does that, though. Yeah. You know. Cool. Uh, you done any, you've done anything else? Uh, no, I mean, I went to Montreal Toy Con yesterday and I bought some fun stuff. Lucky bastard. Uh, it was really crowded. It was packed. There were lots of people, so that was cool. Uh, a lot of good stuff, a lot of stuff I had to just not buy because I didn't have enough money. Like, uh, there was a guy there that had a complete 1992 uh, Kenner Batmobile, the kind that you hit a button on it and the sides popped off and it became the Bat Missile. Oh, yeah. And it was complete. It had all its parts, but he wanted uh, 200 Canadian, which I think is in the neighborhood of 180 American or something nah. like that. And I was like, well, it's worth uh-huh. it's worth that. I just, to me, I couldn't spend that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's yeah. worth that. I just didn't have that to spend on it as much as I wanted it. Um and just uh, whole walls of pop, just pop figures and pop figures and pop figures. Um, I did, I was telling you, I got a really good deal on the Target, exclu- at least it was Target exclusive in the States. I don't know about in Canada, but I got the uh, Justice League version of Darkseid that had the full armor on. Like the one you could buy in yeah. most stores was shirtless. And the Target exclusive one had the full dark side outfit. And on eBay, it's running uh, like $70 and up. And I got it for a little less than $60. Um, so I did all right, all right on that. Um, and uh, I didn't buy a lot of older figures, interestingly enough. I bought a few like loose bagged figures. Uh, but then I also bought, uh, like a brand new, uh, McFarlane just put out a brand new reverse flash figure that I really wanted. And so I bought that. So, yeah, I am still missing the chess piece of Atrocitus for the Blackest Night set. I didn't see, I didn't see anything from the Blackest Night set up there. I was looking, I was looking for it. I didn't see anybody selling any of Did, them, so I was like not happy with that. <laughs> not even no one even had Necron, like the big McFarlane Necron. No, but there were a lot of the big ones there, dude. Uh, somebody had the Man Bat. That figure is damn huge. it. That's the one I'm looking for. Oh, the Man Bat? Seriously? Yeah, I saw it. it. I'm looking for Man Bat. I had no idea it was that goddamn bat. And they had the Man Bat. I saw the Bane. I saw the Clayface. Um, eh. I saw another one of the big ones too, and now I can't remember what it was. But I was like, "Holy uh, shit!" I oh, and <laughs> almost did the. Oh, yeah, I, oh, I almost yeah. did the. Uh, uh, I almost did it. Was a Hall- on Halloween. McFarland was doing a sale. Was doing a special. You bought a hundred dollars worth of McFarland figures on his website. And you got mm-hmm. the giant Frankenstein uh, figure. Oh, shit. And I I almost did it. Oh, that's the other giant one I saw. I saw the full giant version of King Shark. That's the other one I saw. <sighs> yeah, so I saw the Bane, the Clayface, the Man Bat, and the King Shark. All of the, them, yeah. the, the mega figs. Yeah, I only have two of the Mega Figs. I have Clayface and Swamp Thing. Um, 
Yep, yep. And I saw a loose like, one. Was, yeah. It's the swamp thing with the. Yeah. Is it the swamp thing with the wings, right? Uh, or is it the? I think so. I saw both of them. I saw a swamp thing with the wings and a swamp thing without the wings. They were loose figs. They weren't boxed, but I saw them there. Oh, I don't care about box. No, I don't either. Point, I was right. just saying I did see them there, but the the other ones I saw were brand I, new. So I did see. I was in Bam the other day, and they, it's their their McFarland toy section is a mess. That's too but bad. But they had mega figures of of Matt Reeves the Riddler. Yeah, they made like he's big. He made a couple of like the twelve inch ones of. Yeah, I think uh, there was a Batman one. Uh, I think there's one he did of, like, the red and black poster artwork Batman, and he did one of the Riddler ones. Yeah. I don't think there was a Catwoman. There's also... Yeah. There's also one for Black Adam's uh, Sabacc, the the villain for the Black <sighs> yep, Adam film. okay, yep. I did see that one, too. Was that a mega fake? Yeah, I guess it was. I guess I saw that. Yeah, he's a mega. Yeah. Don't know why. Don't know why is. either. No, I haven't seen the film, so I don't know how big he is in the movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, my toy haul lately has been very low. I've been doing really good, but like I was telling you, I have been slowly building. When I see them, the Universal TMNT. Oh lineup. yeah, those are so good. So they are. Like I have, like I, I, I have the Frankenstein Raph. The Hunchback Leonardo, mm-hmm. Mummy Mikey, nice. and April as the Bride. Nice. There's only a couple other ones, right? Like Splinter is... There's... Splinter's Van Helsing. That's right. And uh, Casey Donatello's Jones is the fan the of the opera. Invisible Man. Yep. Yeah. And I need to find those three. Yeah. Until Shredder comes out, and I'm assuming... If I want them to make a Shredder one. And I want him to be the Gill Man. I was going to say, who would Shredder be, I guess? Yeah, maybe Gill Man. There's not much left beyond that, so I guess maybe that would be have to be who Shredder would be. Unless they chose, like, a very, like, niche character from the Universal lineup, like the Mole People. They could, I guess. Or, um, um... Uh, the the aliens, uh, Forbidden Planet, is the Metal Luna Man. Yes, yep, could be, yeah. could be. Oh, if he was the Metal Luna Man, I'd be down with that. That'd be awesome. Oh, you know what news we didn't mention is that Toho has a new Godzilla movie coming out. They announced that they're going to be making which a new is Godzilla great. movie. Be- yeah, which is great because this month November is Godzilla Kaiju month for me. Yeah, I don't know why. Just because but Godzilla and November, for some reason, I've always just associated Godzilla and November, like especially Thanksgiving weekend, together. That's cool because they always play because like I think on Thanksgiving or the day before or after they always uh, sci-fi used to play just a marathon of Godzilla films, and even the last time when I was still in L.A. and had Thanksgiving with our friends Jenny and Patrick. Mm-hmm. They had a channel on that was also Godzilla themed. That's awesome. Did you did you happen to watch the YouTube stuff they've been putting out for Godzilla? No. No. There's th- there's three short films. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send you one. Send me one, yeah. It, but there's one for, with be- yeah, because they're 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 apparently canon with Godzilla, and the last one that just came out is Godzilla versus Gigan Rex. Oh cool. 
um, which is a red Gigant. Whoa! And they're yeah, not super long. They're I like, want to see that. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's literally like seven, eight minutes long. And it's just a like a mini fight, uh, but it is in canon where it's Godzilla's son, I believe. Really? Oh, I'm grabbing it now before I forget. Yeah, don't forget to send it to me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's so because it was the anniversary um, of Godzilla, right? Is that why that just happened to? Because yes. I saw something the with 68th anniversary. Yeah, I saw something with um, um, uh, John Carpenter. Yeah, what so was that about on the Scream Factory on the Shout Factory channel? That's what they're doing. Is he's doing his favorite four Toho Godzilla films? Really? Which is he's doing like yeah, commentary doing or the watch original, along or something. Uh, yeah, it's a watch-along kind of thing. Well, it's all pre... His stuff, it's, like, basically... Pre-recorded. He did, like... It's pre-recorded, but it's, like, little bits of just, like, do you know trivia for each film? So, like, I did... I So far, I've only done Godzilla, which oh, cool. was the original God... Uh, the original one, where he does, like, did you know, blah, blah, blah. Last night mm-hmm. was... Ro- no, two nights ago was Rodan. Cool. Uh... Last night was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, mm-hmm. and I think tonight is War of the Gargantuas. War it's, of the Gargantuas? That's not a Godzilla film. But it's a Toho film. Oh, good point. Um, good point. So they're technically canon in universe, but I mm-hmm. guess it's like one of his favorites. And I was like, so I don't, I haven't done the other ones, but I did the main, the important one, which was the first one. Yeah, and War of the Gargantuas, uh, last I checked, was on HBO Max, unless that's one of the ones they took off. It still, I think, is there. Oh, okay. I think it's still yeah, there. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. It's it's a weird one. Um, War of the Gargantuas is such a weird film because. It kind of is a sequel to Frankenstein Conquers the World, which is the which okay. is another Toho Godzilla property where a giant Frankenstein monster fights Baragon. Yeah. Um, Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. Oh my god. Um. Oh. Um. So I bought my comics the other day to, because I, I it's been mm-hmm. a little bit of a buildup, and I bought the Kevin Smith Quick Stop comic. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's literally just like stories intertwined among the Clerks and Jane Silent Bob movies because hmm. this whole first book is just um, Ben Affleck's character. I forget his name. Um, from which movie? Shit. From from uh, Jane Silent Bob the reboot. Oh, in Jane Silent Bob reboot, he's uh, uh, he's he's a reprise of his character from Chasing Amy. So he would be uh, yes, uh, Holden, Holden, right? It's Holden. Yeah. yeah okay. So it's Holden, uh, doing like an interview before the whole J. Bar, uh, Jay, uh, right before Jay like finds him talking about kids and stuff. Okay. Uh, from the reboot. Okay. So it's that. Hmm. Um, it's gotcha. really interesting, really weird because they have a whole just splash sp- splash page of Jay with his nuts in his hands, telling him to suck them. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, but yeah. Um, 
And like, I got a bunch of comics, but that was the one I wanted to mention. Um, I also, for people who were paying it, who were listening in from last week, I've been playing some more Arkham uh, Gotham Knights. <sighs> is this still as uh, grindy as you told, as you were telling me it was when we were texting back and forth? Yeah. So you now have so many. Uh, Multiple missions. I'm going to give you some examples of what exactly I have to go through. Um, I have now 40 Batarangs I have to find in our, in Gotham. I have to... Uh, I just did a bit with Lucius Fox where now I can fly on a, like a glider through Gotham. But I have to go to different districts to turn off security drones from GCPD. Uh-huh. I Harley Quinn has left a lot of little clues and side missions there's a bunch of side missions to stop penguin uh there's a bunch of side missions for mr freeze uh i still have to like get all i i have to set up uh what is it uh bruce wayne uh bruce wayne stuff where i have to like put in false evidence to put bruce wayne at specific places so people won't put two and two together like, there is so, like, I beat, I went through, like, the first Harley Quinn mission, and then I did a side mission with Mr. Freeze, and everything just keeps opening up with, oh, here's a whole bunch of side missions and side things for you to do, and I'm like, cool, I don't care, this feels super tedious, the main gameplay is fine once I, once I figure it out, but, like, yeah. and it's interesting to move from each character, but... Barb sucks. Like, really? That's not me saying um, that as a female character, her character sucks. Sure. I don't like the mechanics of her particular character where she's a hacker. Because hmm. it's hard for her to fight and it feels like she they made her either weaker or something. That's stupid. Where it's harder for you to play with. It's really stupid. Like, I... I I have better but luck Batgirl with the other three a, than I do with her. I was going to say, Batgirl shouldn't be a weaker character. She's one of the most well-known classic characters in the entire like mythos of Batman. Yeah, and it could be that I'm just playing part... It could also be I'm playing the game wrong or like her particular piece. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I want to keep trying to balance between each character because it's kind of fun... When you get when you play as each one and seeing the dynamics when you have to go out and talk to Montoya or yeah, but it's like and I'm going to finish this damn game because there's another horror game coming out next month and I need to at least finish one game because I still haven't finished Horizon Zero uh, Forbidden West because that game's too super big. What's coming out next month? That it's, you want to play? Like yeah, there's too many games I want to play, but Gotham I will say uh, Arkham uh, Gotham Knights. Has has been fun when you get into the main core of the game, but it's mm-hmm. like muddle. It's muddy with so much extra weird. shit. That's yeah, so weird. I don't know. It's I'll I'll I'm still gonna like I'm gonna power through this. I'm that's probably what mainly tomorrow might be is just play through a bunch of that, or if I decide mm-hmm. not to leave the house. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's not as. Like, I've been talking to some people, and they're like, yeah, we're just having fun. I've already beaten the main game. I'm just doing all the side missions. I'm like, the side missions don't make me want to keep playing. Hmm. That's weird. 
Well, that's unfortunate. I haven't heard like a ton of great reviews about it, honestly. So that that makes me disappointed. Although I still haven't even managed to get my friggin' hands on a PS5 yet. I've signed up for two different alerts and missed out each time. Well, at least you have a Switch now. Um, I know, but I haven't. I haven't actually even been playing very much on that. I I downloaded. I downloaded the original Super Mario because they have a, a version of the original Super Mario, and I've been playing that. So I haven't yeah. even played it. Well, now you can. You have the Harry Potter game that comes out next year. That'll be on the Switch. <sighs> I know. No, but I. Yeah, like, I want to play it, but <laughs> I don't want to give any more money to her. Yeah. And it makes me upset that she's as terrible as she is. Or there was something else. you can do oh, God, you there was something else on the Pokemon. Switches. Well, there's that, but oh, I feel like there was something else I saw recently that... Of course I'll remember it when we're done recording, but now I can't remember what the heck I saw that I thought looked fun that was available on the Switch. Shit. Oh well. But you could play Pokemon Scarlet Violet and get this new coin-based Pokemon called Gimme Ghoul. <laughs> when, when Will was showing me all his Pokemon cards and I was realizing that they're at the point where they're just modeling Pokemon after everyday household objects, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Hang on, hang on. I, I want to get a live reaction to this because they, <clears throat> as of recording, they just announced this Pokemon called Gimme Ghoul that's in the new... Well, I, Pokemon I saw game. the one that was just a, a, a keychain full of keys, and that was bizarre enough. So yeah, send me this gimme this... Or should I just... Yeah, I got... Don't say... Uh, is was... it G-I-M-M? Here, okay. Oh, here it is, right here. Yeah. I'm gonna... Oh, nope, I looked up the wrong word. <laughs> well, this is Gim... <laughs> this is Gimghoul, which is a secret society in North Carolina... At a school in North Carolina. That's not it. No, that's something different. Spell it for me. Gimme Ghoul. G-I-M... M-I-G-H-O-U-L. G-I-M-M-I-G-H-O-U-L. Okay. Gimme Ghoul Pokemon. Yep. Here we go. It's a treasure chest. No, it's a little creature that lives in the treasure chest. Oh, I see it now. I see him now. Okay. He's cute, actually. He's fine. Like, he's got a big coin in his... He's not terrible. I thought it was the treasure he's, chest. Yeah. Okay. That's well, not terrible. So, so he's a ghost Pokemon um, that has two forms. He has the version in his treasure chest form, mm -hmm. where he's very slow and doesn't move around. But then there's the other version, which is his roaming form, where he carries one piece of yep. gold with him. And he can only be caught using Pokemon Go. Even though he's in the other game? Well, you can only get one version of him. The I think it's the treasure the chest version. One. You can only get in, in the new Pokemon game. If you want him roaming around, it's going to be through... You have to link your account with... Uh, Pokemon Go. That's strange. Okay. 
Yeah. There's another, uh, what's his, they, uh, they announced another, uh, what is the, what, they announced another Pokemon, and I'm trying to remember his name, he's like a little ghost dog. I saw the Wiglet, uh, that's just the big worm. Wiglet. Oh, Grieve, Grievard. Okay, G-R-I- E- no, G R E A V A R D. Okay. Oh, I, I like him. that one. That one's adorable. Yeah. He's got a little candle on he his digs head. Digs holes. Yeah. Aww, yeah, and if you play like with him, one. you if you give him attention, he's take he takes the uh he slowly drains your energy out of your body the more he you play with him. <laughs> You know what he looks like? He looks like, um... What is the name of the dog from Hanna-Barbera? <laughs> Muttley from Dick yes. Dastardly? <laughs> yep, the one that goes... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Muttley. He looks like Muttley. It's, it's weird, like... I know we talk about Pokemon on occasion on this show, and I'm gonna play these mm-hmm. games anyway, but it's just like... Because there's another, they they just keep adding in all these new things, and I'm just literally waiting for them to be like, "Here's a gun. Here's a gun with eyes. Ha- go." <laughs> I mean, they're gonna reach the point where they don't have any other choice. I think they're gonna run well, out. They're of creeping stuff. up on Pokemon number a thousand. I know they are. They're at like nine hundred and forty or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Lame. <sighs> well, I think that covers it for this week, doesn't it? I think Just so. Yeah. Hopefully, by next episode, I will. We will have watched uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that's on my list. Um, I I hope I get to it. Yeah. You never know anymore. Same. Uh. And I'm sure others... Oh, wait, is Wednesday this week? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Or is that next uh, week? Wait, I think it's next week. It's the 13th, right? I'm yeah, going to double gotta check. got to find out now. Wednesday is... Oh, wow, no, it's not even... It's uh, November 23rd. It's not even till the end of the month. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty... That doesn't sound right. Yeah, I know, but that's what it says. Unless they moved it. Hmm. So I'm sure we'll have other stuff by then, hopefully. We'll see. I'm going to try to catch up on... Because I'm still behind on uh, pretty basic stuff that everybody else has seen all of, like Andor and House of the Dragon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I still need to catch up on... And and or mm-hmm. uh, I, I finished House of the Dragon, but we won't talk about it till you yeah, get. Yeah, and I've heard good uh, stuff about the way they stuff. end this. Ooh, the yeah, I got. I think I'm like an episode or two behind on Andor because mm. it just hasn't really been blowing me away. But it's also taken its ste- uh, a backseat to all the horror spooky stuff. Right, that's kind of what happened with me. Is I ended up just watching a bunch of horror stuff. So. I fell behind yeah. on everything else, except obviously, uh, as discussed, weird and big mouth. 
Cool. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll actually catch up and actually watch uh, either The Good Place or that other one you keep telling me to watch that I keep forgetting about. <laughs> I know I keep telling you to watch The Good Place. I can't remember the other one I keep telling you to watch. It's the sex one. That's, there's a new season, like the middle high school girls. Oh, or... uh, the sex lives of college girls. Sex. Good show. Yeah, that one. Really funny. Yeah. New season's coming out soon. Totally worth watching. It's really funny. So, yeah, maybe you could watch that too. And then, I still kind of want to catch up. I also want to try and watch uh, The Midnight Club still, or at least try it. My friend Jeremy... Uh, um, it's the new... Oh, I was going to say, my friend Jeremy watched The Midnight Club, and he said that the trailer is very deceptive uh, to what it actually is. He said... Because uh, I watched the Because tra- I like Mike Flanagan. And I watched that trailer, and I went kind of, ooh. And I was telling Jeremy that. He goes, yeah, I thought the same thing, but the trailer is not a good representation of what the show is. So... There's that. I mean, I mean, I I was sold on the idea that just because of Heather Langenkamp is in mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, well, yeah, now I have to at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably watch it eventually. We'll see. There's just so much stuff to watch, yeah. and I always end up watching old stuff that I like anyway instead of trying new stuff, which I have to stop doing. <laughs> I know, I've been buying weight, like, I, I have a list of things I still need to watch. It's the same problem you, uh, that people always said about books. It's like, I have this whole big pile of books I need to read, but I'm going to go back to this one. Whereas I've bought a whole bunch of movies, uh, some that I've never heard of or seen, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, oh, Godzilla. <laughs> I mean, within the last week, I ended up rewatching almost all of Rick and Morty from the beginning, so I totally yes. get it. <laughs> Even though I've seen every season of Rick and Morty like a hundred times now. <laughs> I still need to buy the fifth season. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the- That comes back sometime this month. I think the end of the month, like the... maybe even the 30th. I can't remember now. I think it's literally that last Sunday. Yeah, so it's coming back like the very end of the month from its break, which I'm looking forward to. Almost as much as looking forward these nuts. And on that, goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.